Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19, all new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. It's been talked about for a long, long time. We've covered it, um, you know, social disorder, crime in Edmonton and Calgary. And one of the things that police chiefs, the premiers, uh, when they got a hold of the uh, federal ministers, said one of the big problems here is our bail system. It's the same people doing the same things over and over and over. Well, the Liberals yesterday unveiled a new bail reform legislation um, proposal that includes some new measures that they say will make it more difficult for repeat violent offenders to get back out onto the streets on bail. The Justice Minister, David Lametti, introduced it. He says this does come, admittedly, after months and months of calls to get tougher. This bill responds directly to concerns raised by the premiers, as well as police, mayors, and victims' advocates. It flows from the work that we have been doing together with the provinces and territories for several months now, highlighted by our most recent meeting in March, where I committed to bring legislation forward to reform the bail system. It changes some of the rules. I think the big one that people are talking about is the reverse onus bail condition. And we'll get into that in just a second. Basically, you got to prove why you should get bail rather than prosecutors proving why you shouldn't. Um, Public Safety Minister Marco Mendicino says this bill will create safer communities. The bail reform legislation we've just tabled in the House of Commons zeroes in on repeat violent offenders who use guns and other weapons. With this proposed law, the onus will now be on them to justify to a court why they shouldn't remain in custody as they wait for a trial. Okay, so let's get into this a bit. We're going to chat with Michael Spratt, a criminal defense lawyer and a legal commentator. Uh, Mr. Spratt, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you being here. Oh, no problem. Um, now, the minister, as you heard, says this directly responds to the pleas and the calls that he's heard from premiers and mayors and police chiefs and victims advocate groups. Um, this directly answers the concerns that they had. Do you agree? Have they have they hit the mark here with this? Uh, well, it may be a response to some of the calls for legislative bail reform, but unfortunately, this legislation wouldn't have prevented any of the tragedies I don't think that we have seen that have been high profile and relied upon uh, by those same people to to justify their calls for bail reform. And I don't actually think it's going to change much on the ground. Why not? What does it miss? What what do you think um, it doesn't do, I guess, as we're sort of backing into this here, but where do you think it goes wrong? Well, I think the real miss here is, um, you know, the opposition party, Pierre Polyev, the Conservatives, and, you know, m- many of the affected communities calling for bail reform. Um, it's sad to see uh, our criminal justice system used as a political wedge uh, and so misrepresented. Um Because, you know, many of the offenses that we have seen have been high profile and tragic, Um, but they don't come about because people were necessarily released inappropriately. And, you know, we need to push back on the idea that, you know, because we've seen some high profile tragedies, that means, you know, Canada is broken or we have a catch and release system or the streets have never been more dangerous because none of that is true. What we really miss here is the opportunity to introduce some reforms that might actually work. 
Because if you have a violent criminal record and a lengthy criminal record for violence and you're on bail and, and you commit another offense, you're, you're not going to be released. It's very unlikely for you to be released. And this legislation doesn't really change that. But what this is, is, you know, a political gamesmanship, uh, both from the liberals by introducing a bill that isn't going to do very much and by the conservatives for misrepresenting the state of our criminal justice policy. So the case you're making is the police chiefs have it wrong. uh, The premiers have it wrong. The mayors have it wrong. We don't really have a problem with people committing crimes while out on bail. That's that's not true. There is always going to be occasions where people commit crimes while out on bail. No system is perfect. And the only way to stop that is to sort of propose the unconstitutional solutions that people like Pierre Polyev are proposing, and that's no bail under any circumstance. But, yes, the police have it wrong. They don't want to take responsibility for the fact that they have failed to supervise people while on bail, that they have failed to maintain safe communities, and that they aren't using their resources, which grow at an ever-expanding rate every year appropriately. And mayors and politicians, it's easy to point to the criminal code. It's easy to point to these high-profile examples. But we have to remember, in terms of general crime stats, they go up and down. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, But in general, we're living in one of the safest periods ever, safer than the 80s, than the 90s, than the 2000s. And if there are some small sample uh, effects of, of looking just at the last year or two, um, you know, that's something that we can talk about. But that involves actual real nuance and real conversations about the root causes of crime. We, we need to talk about when you warehouse people in jail, cut them off from their friends, their family, their community, their jobs, they lose their house. Research study after research study, the federal government's own information, both under the conservatives and, and the liberals, show that it can actually make our streets more dangerous. And so when you have people like Pierre Polyev saying, we see an explosion of crime because of woke NDP and liberal mayors, that is one of the... the largest grifts that I have seen. Because if you look at the stats, Vancouver crime rate went down last year. If you look at long-term stats, we're safer than ever. And so we're focusing on these easy political solutions instead of having like a nuanced, honest conversation about criminal justice policy, crime, well, the roots of, of, and the roots of those problems. Sure. But in terms of nuance, and, and uh, you're making it quite political yourself. I mean, you're, you're, you're clearly railing against the conservatives. So uh, let's just put a barrier on that. But if we no, go- I'm not I'm not making I'm not making it political. Pierre Polyev has has spread blatant falsehoods. The Liberals have introduced legislation to respond to that, which isn't going to do very much. This isn't politics. This is the facts. And when you have, a, when you have an opposition leader not telling the truth about criminal justice policy and the state of, of crime in Canada, it's not political to say he's a liar. Okay, but but you, you you're you're making a bunch of assumptions that I mean even the ministers who spoke publicly on this didn't they didn't say anything about Pierre Polyev they talked about the calls they've heard from police chiefs from premiers from victims advocate groups from mayors that's who they said spurred them to make this decision I don't know you're right Pierre Polyev has said all kinds of things about bail reform he wasn't mentioned by the government yesterday you're bringing him up not them. This this legislation is directly in response to him. And unless so the liberals are lying. In, unless you have buried your head in the sand, you've missed a conversation that has been spurred on 
by the Conservatives looking no, 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 at... No, no, no. I've spoken to issue. chiefs of police. I've spoken to premiers on this show saying this is an issue and we want a meeting with the federal ministers. Of course they're saying it's an issue. Police always say these types of things as an issue. Okay. But what no one is talking about is this legislation would have done nothing to prevent some of the tragedies that they point to. And the one... The, the groups of people that, that the government, the liberals, haven't talked to, and the groups of people that, you know, the conservatives and the opposition are ignoring are criminologists, experts, people who work in the courts, crown attorneys, and some police officers who think that this is a wrong-headed decision. So you've got to take your sample carefully when you look at who you're listening to and what information you're relying upon, because, you know, you're being sold a bill of goods. If you think that this legislation is going to fix anything or prevent anything, and you're being naive if you believe without any critical analysis what the opposition is saying. They're both wrong here. Okay. I, I appreciate the uh, the input. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you for your time. No problem. Anytime.